healthy and whole marriages family healthy and whole conferences family <laughs> healthy and whole marriage conferences family yes. hello 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 if this is your first time here welcome welcome um, you can visit our website to learn a little bit more about who we are as healthy and whole marriages as a couple in general but um, we are here doing our vlog podcast all the things so that we can ensure you guys get the resources that you need and that you know you join this journey with us but before we go any further and in welcoming you and anything else we're going to start as we start everything else and that's with prayer god we thank you for this moment we thank you for this opportunity to come before your presence and to come before your people we ask that you will bless us and that you will strengthen us to say only what you have called us to say. God, we give you glory and we give you honor and praise for all that you're doing through healthy and whole marriages. And God, we pray that you will be the center of our relationships. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. So, welcome again. Thank you for joining our marital journey towards healthy and whole consistent healthy and whole thriving marriage and not just surviving and we seek to encourage you with tips tools and biblical principles that have applied to our life and our marriage that will help you sustain and to have create a thriving marriage beyond the aisle a lot of times we do not think about the marriage we think about and plan for the wedding and we leave the marriage part out. And then it's like, oh, what are we supposed to be doing now? So nevertheless, here we are to have this great conversation with you on our health and whole conversation, marriage conversations. Um, and this particular topic tonight is how important is a husband's leadership, loyalty, and prayers. And I am going to let you take the lead specifically because... You did not bring a copy, but specifically because there is a whole thing going on with healthy and whole men pray. There's a Facebook pray page. There is a an ebook, and then you can pre-order on either Amazon or you can go to our Amazon. website and um, get a signed copy of the healthy and whole people pray or the book towards from that healthy and whole men pray. Ebook, 21 Practical. A 21-day practical prayer guide uh, for healthy and whole people. And I believe that it's a great book. I believe that it will be instrumental in your life as God helps you in your practical prayers. It's important that we don't see prayer as this holier-than-thou thing, but God wants to talk to you just like you talk to uh, your friends, your spouse, uh, your children, because he is just that awesome. So I want to make certain that you have that relationship where you can feel as though God is on your side. That being said, we can jump in uh, tonight as it relates to uh, first in leadership. I want to read the first scripture in, in Ephesians 5 and 23. Uh, it's one that to me is the foundation of leadership for the husband foundation for the marriage relationship and that is for the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church his body for which he is savior 
Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by washing her with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. I know that was a mouthful there, but I believe that if we focus on our wives as Christ loved the church, we wouldn't have any issues. <laughs> I think the biggest part of it is that we must focus in a way that we value the relationship of our wife. And then more than that, we value God's leadership for us in order for us to lead our wives with integrity. And if we do that respectfully, she won't have a problem submitting to us because she knows that her husband is submitted to Christ. I, I'm smirking or smiling or whatever because as usual, whenever we have these conversations, just in case it's your first time, you don't know, we don't communicate about what we're going to discuss because we want it to be fresh. We want it to be unrehearsed. We want it to be authentic, raw, whatever the case may be. And each time what he has to say is in alignment with what I have written down and vice versa. So that's where I'm like feeling like, okay, God did it again um, based on what we've prepared for and our experiences and our sharing. So if I can jump in there, I have similarly, um, and you may have to jump in based on what I'm about to say, but I have similarly that that particular scripture or that area of Ephesians 5, 22 through 25. But as it relates to leadership, no wife, this is in my notes, no wife can confidently submit to a husband who is unwilling to seek and submit to God. A lot of us at times want to act like the word submission is acid, right? It's poison. It's the worst thing. Like I absolutely, nope, they need to take that out of vows and it's such a horrible thing, but it's not. If you think about the goodness of God, the things that he's done for you in your life, And the fact that he has a hope and a future for you, you know, we always want to quote the Jeremiah scripture as it relates to that. And if you have a husband who is in alignment with that, he's seeking God in that same way, then you can trust that his leadership, what he's telling you, where he's guiding you is in alignment with a hope, a future, abundance, all the positive things that God intends for you because he's seeking out God and he's submitting to God's leadership first. Mm -hmm. If he has no relationship with God, it'll be difficult. And it's understandably difficult for any wife, any woman to have a relationship, a real relationship with her husband. You can adequately lead someone else only when you sought instruction from the head. 
Amen. All y'all corporate, corporate people, think about it. If you're in a particular position and you have employees under you or a team under you to effectuate the vision of that company, you have someone who's over you as well. And you have to make sure that the vision that they have for that company is in alignment with they're going to make sure the vision that you have for the company the vision they have for the company, excuse me, is going to be communicated well enough to you to ensure that you effectuate whatever needs to be done to make that vision come to fruition, right? And so you can't leave the team unless you have clarity about what they want, what they desire, what the vision is, what their plans are for that particular structure, for that empire, which is what your marriage is, right? And so you can't leave someone else when you haven't sought instruction from the head, you have to know the vision for that time and what the direction is that you need to take. So know the manager, um, the supervisor, whatever, whoever, they can't lead a team. You can't lead your wife adequately without seeking God, submitting to God, being 100%. to an extent, not to an extent. You can't be a leader without first being a follower. Amen. I love the way you put it again in that practical way, right? As Damien related it, relates to the the subordinate uh, on the actual company. And that's really what the mission statement is on the job, is that everything that that manager, that leader, that CEO, everything lines up with the mission for the company. God's thought for marriage. I really believe that this is beautiful because he gives us the example of what the husband should be as he died for the church, for our sins, and he gave up. I always think of Christ in this way, that at any moment he could have said, dad, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, I'm done with this. This is crazy. I'm sick. Uh, They're beating me. They're talking about me. And God would have said, come on, son. Mm -hmm. But he chose to suffer. That's the exact example that we have to have in our relationship that we choose to listen to Christ. And I love you also said this, that we have vision as husbands of what Christ wants to do in and through our relationship in order for us to be there's that word again, healthy and whole, for to be what we need to be to our world, what we need to be to our children, what we need to be to one another. So I believe that part of it is imperative as we continue to focus on the leadership is that we focus on Christ first. To me, it's hard to do anything without Christ, but marriage without Christ, it's a no-go because God is the only one that knows your spouse and can give you insight when you feel like all hope is gone, that we're not seeing eye to eye. We have to go back, and Damien has said this before, when any piece of equipment breaks, there is a manual for that particular piece of equipment. And what happens is that we go back to the manual and we read 
whatever section is breaking down and we're able to to fix that. And people like me, I go to YouTube University and I figure out how to fix that particular item. The value of the blueprint, the instruction manual, is more important than Seth trying to complete this particular repair. Because the manual says, I don't care what Seth is doing. The manual can help anybody, but they have to open the book. And that's what I believe that Christ is to your relationship. It's an open book, but you must be willing to open it. Just to add to that is that I believe, why not? You know, as he said, I've said, seek the manual first because he knows your spouse better than you, anybody else. But guess what? The part that we kind of forget along with that is that he knows us. Mm. So he knows the quirks and the, yeah. the language and the reason why your marriage is meant to work. The Amen. reason why he intends for your marriage to work. And so if we seek him, he will say, okay, I know how you say this. Use these words. And that's going to turn the key and going to make things flourish in this particular way or that particular way. Or I know she likes this about you or you haven't Mm -hmm. exactly shown this particular part of yourself. And this is going to allow your marriage to get stronger as it relates to your spouse's difficulty in this particular um, area or conversation. So you have to seek him because he created you both. It Amen. just makes sense, right? And in the creation of the both of you, then he can properly lead you and guide you mm-hmm. to do what's best for your family and your marriage. I love it. I believe that leads into the next step, which is loyalty. Because once you have a genuine respect for Christ and what he's doing as a husband, you can be loyal to your relationship. And I really believe that believes uh, that belief has to do with faith in your relationship, trust and commitment, uh, because that will lead to the happiness and the well-being of your marriage. And I also believe that it has a lot to do with the way you talk about your spouse to others, mm-hmm. because that loyalty aspect, if you're down talking to your spouse because of something that went home, uh, went wrong in your home, and all of a sudden. Uh, then that person is looking at your spouse sideways. That could be a, I would say, this demoted feeling in the presence of others because of the way you portrayed your spouse to be. To me, that is a lack of loyalty. I love this scripture in 1 Peter 4 and 8, and it says this uh, in the English uh, Standard Version, above all, Keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. When we are loyal to one another, we know there will be breakdowns in our relationship. And we don't want to sit up here and act as though we have all of this together. This journey of healthy and whole is a real life journey for Damien and Seth. We're not remotely perfect. And we're not here to preach to you in a way to say, hey, you're doing it wrong and we have all the answers. No, we have had issues with loyalty and the focus of trust 
and understanding and how we should be committed to ourselves and how we talk to one another, just as any other couple has. But the reality of it is, is that do you care enough to level set and say, okay, I'm sorry. Um, It's important for us to get back into the level because we know that we are the example to the church. So either we're going to choose to walk in this way of Christ, or we're going to choose detriment, not only to our family, but to God's family as it relates to the relationship to the church. Because the enemy, the adversary, wants to see divorce. It it wants to see husbands not being loyal. It wants to see wives not being uh, loyal because it's mockery to the church. And I had to realize that in my life to say, Anything that I do that is contrary to what God has appointed me to do as a husband, appointed me to be as the leader of my home, it is a mockery to the church of God. And if I don't want God, this God that I serve from a faith standpoint to look crazy, I need to do my due diligence from a loyalty standpoint so I can continue to grow not only in my relationship, but I can grow the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so to go along with that, um, I will go back to 1 Peter 3 and 7. Mm-hmm. Husbands, be considerate Absolutely. and respectful That's to right. your wife as joint heirs so that your prayers won't be hindered. You have a responsibility as a leader to your wife, whether you have children or not, to seek his face about that and then to lead her in the right way. Lead her as you said, Christ would lead, and Christ loved the church. Show that same type of commitment and consideration and, and respect. When he, a husband, is in right relationship with God, he can and will likely be loyal, period, about the communication, infidelity, whatever the case may be. Disloyal husbands have frailties and cracks. Disloyal spouse. But a disloyal husband, we're talking about husbands right now, they have realistically cracks, frailties, whatever you want to call it, in their relationship with God primarily. And that shows up and becomes evident in their relationship with you. Ephesians 5, 2, 22 to 33, where you've already spoke about that. And um, I'll just highlight one particular portion that, that particular verse just shows you that there are inner or self issues. Mm-hmm. He doesn't love her as Christ loved the church. And it says husbands are to love as Christ loves the church, okay. willing to give their life and love their wives as themselves. as themselves. If you are causing harm to your wife in any shape, form or fashion, speaking ill, being unfaithful, you have, he has some inner issues where he doesn't value himself. He doesn't love himself. He doesn't see himself as Christ sees him. And a lot of um, women will take on that weight Mm -hmm. and responsibility, but it has nothing to do with her because of the fact that he is going against the leadership, the submission, the relationship that he's supposed to have with God. So that's where the leadership um, is very important. And also Proverbs 28 mm-hmm. and 20, I believe. A faithful or loyal husband 
to his wife equals blessings. Amen. You're not going to have your prayers hindered. You're you're in alignment with what God intends for things to be. Let me take it a little step further also. Marriage is so relaxed nowadays, right? It's any old relationship. And cut me off if you need to so we can um, get to the next point. But it's supposed to be an example of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And if we are not treating it as such, God did not mistreat the church. God did not mislead the church. Mm -hmm. God did not act disrespectfully towards the church. That's why it's so unattractive to other people who aren't married. Because they're not seeing what they should see. A beautiful example of God's love and God's character, Mm -hmm. God's personality, God's relationship. That comes from the head. He appointed someone to lead in certain respects in your marriage. And if the head is off, then of course everything else is going to look sketchy too, right? If you're not in a position to lead properly mm-hmm. who's following you That's and where right. are they following you to and after a while we know as women who have leadership capabilities as well oh i'm not going down that ditch too i know he he talks to me as well i'm gonna let you go do that and go down the ditch and holler at me when you come back but um you should be submitting to god so that's what for me the the whole purpose the the presentation of it all is about. So I'll stop there. Oh. Don't you jump in. Listen, I, I think you covered it well uh, as you rounded out. And I believe that goes into the next point for me because those two scriptures that you said has everything to do with prayer. Mm-hmm. I cannot pray in an effective way. God told me that my, my prayers as a husband will be hindered if I don't respect my wife. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He said that your prayers would be hindered. And to me, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was about to jump in. So some of the frustrations, right, that that some husbands can experience, would you say, are I'm having difficulty finding a job or things aren't working out or this boss is constantly at me. Um, Certain things are just not and you can't figure it out. Check that relationship Mm -hmm. with your wife. Because if you're praying about a new job, you're praying about your your boss getting off your back. If you're praying about the car not consistently falling apart or, you know, failing you, things of that nature, check that relationship first because it clearly says in his word, you need to respect, honor, love your wife to prevent your your prayers from being hindered. That are ultimately for your marriage overall, right? Absolutely. Okay, and sorry. which ultimately leads to the upbuilding of the kingdom. I believe that we have a responsibility as husbands to make marriage attractive to the world. But we can only make it attractive to the world by giving honor to our wives. And I know what happens a lot of times. It's the ego. When we feel as though as men that our ego is being attacked and Let's say Damien stated one of these things of we're both not going to go down to this this pit, right? Because God talks to me too. When we feel as though we're 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 right on something as men, right? And our wives are saying, you know what? This is not the right way to go. 
I'm not going to go that way. Our ego gets involved and say, I'm the man of this house. You You should be submitted to me in this area instead of stopping that moment and allowing prayer to work its work. Mm-hmm. It's perfect work. And I, I believe that part will help in getting to the solution of which way we should actually go. Because the reality of it is, if we both fall in the hole, there will be no one to help us get out this hole. And if your wife is feeling this this feeling within her saying, you know what? I just don't think this is the right way to go. Even before you say, woman, come this way, it's it's wise. It's wise to consider her words. Yes. It's not to say that you guys are on the opposite team just because she's right. It means that she may just know that that's the wrong way. And I want husbands to understand this, that it's okay to be wrong. It really is. It is okay. And I believe this, is that we are better together. I often tell Damien that, is that I'm better with you than without you. Because she sees things, not only in me, but just in our world as husband and wives, that sometimes I cannot see because as this, this husband here, I'm compartmentalizing instead of seeing the entire picture. And Damien could see something more freely. If I don't allow her to be herself, and I, I'll be honest with you, just this transparent moment, I had some of that in our relationship where Damien was thoughtful in allowing me to lead in situation, but I missed out on the value of her voice because she didn't want to be disrespectful to me. So she just didn't say anything. So I'm like, um, what? What 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 am I doing? She's like, well, every time I tried to say something in this area, you were like, you know, you got it. So I was like, okay. And, and I know we weren't gonna fall off the cliff, but I knew I had value to say in that relationship. I had to rewind back and apologize to her and say, okay, Damien, in order for us to, to be this couple that continues to thrive, I have to be willing to allow myself to decrease so you can increase. And that's not going to take anything away from who I am as a husband. It's actually going to empower me to be better as a husband because I show reverence for my wife. It's important that we allow our wives to speak into any situation and allow her to be who she is and really what God has called her to be. The other scripture that, I'm sorry, did you have anything to say before I just say this other scripture, which I believe that you've already said, uh, but I just want to make mention of it again. No, you didn't say it. It was in 1 Corinthians, but go ahead. Um, it was just a reminder of the 1 Peter 3 and 7. Husbands, be considerate Absolutely. and respectful to your wife as joint heirs. You both have value to the relationship. You both have value to the marriage. You're not together just for one person to be completely in leadership and to um, know everything right. that's to take place in the marriage. That's not why you're married. That's not why you're together. He has a purpose for your marriage 
for the both of you in the marriage and for the both of you to contribute to that purpose in the marriage. So you have to be knowledgeable, humble enough to recognize the joint heirship, the joint heirship. Not just because we consider, or oftentimes it's referred, we as women are referred to as the weaker vessels. Mm -hmm. Not in the sense of we are literally too weak to think and to comprehend and to live, think. Not in that respect. Mm -hmm. It's just to recognize that there's a leader, there's submission to that leadership, but you all are joint heirs. The company overall is going to benefit from proper leadership, proper following, right? Overall, if if everybody works in accordance with the vision, with the goals, with what has been um, instructed from the head, what's going to happen? Bonuses, promotions, mm-hmm. everybody's going to be affected by it for the most part. Amen. And that's what I think it's about. Um, and also going back to that leadership aspect, and prayer, I think you started with that. There's no leadership without prayer. I mean, seriously, as he said, prayer is a conversation with God. So if you're not communicating with God about everything, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, Mm -hmm. pray about everything and without ceasing. Also, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. If you're not communicating with him, how are you going to be able to lead? You're you're just going and operating out of your own desires, out of your own head. Oh, I'm going off of what my heart feels. Well, the Bible also says the heart is deceiving. We yes, are not to trust our feelings completely. That's why we are given the opportunity and responsibility, husbands, to speak to God, communicate with God, have a relationship with him so that your relationship with your spouse can be just as fruitful. Yes. Yes. That's... You said it, lady. No doubt about it. I thought that part is awesome. And you, you said the scripture, First Peter 3 and 7. Mm-hmm. But I, I really believe, and I, and I know Peter was talking to the church here, but I really believe in this aspect that we forget verse 8. <laughs> that same thing. Okay. And it says, finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, and be compassionate and humble. But in another version, it says, be one. So yes, be submissive, uh, submit to God, uh, love one another, but be one, be of one mind, be like-minded. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, leadership, loyalty, in prayer, if you can do those things, if you can do those three things, oneness is not an issue. Not at all. <laughs> not and an at all. Think about it. I think there's a saying yeah. on a, or an old adage, right? Something ref, uh, referring to mm, the reflection, like a company or business, the followers are a reflection of its leadership. Yes. The status of a thing, it's the reflection of the leadership. If your marriage isn't working out well, if things aren't going as well as you think they should, oh, it has to be my spouse because she's the weaker vessel. Well, if y'all are one, now you're 
disrespecting not just your wife, but you're disrisrespecting yourself. Amen. Right? And you're disrespecting the marriage as a whole. And if Amen. things aren't going well, then let's look at leadership first. Isn't that what you would do at a business? That's it. You're, you're going to go look at the leadership first. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't go all the way up to the top, right? You're going to go to the top of that particular area that's having issues. Amen. Okay. These employees aren't doing well. Mm-hmm. It's the leadership. It has to be the leadership. Let me let me talk to you first. Right. Because clearly you missed the message, the vision. Mm-hmm. And even if you didn't, you're clearly not effectuating. Wow and effective in communicating that message to this staff. Since you can't get on the train, you can't get on the boat, you can't get with the program, we're going to find someone else who can. Yeah. So it. your marriage, the status of your marriage, the health, the wellness mm-hmm. of your marriage depends on your leadership. Your leadership depends on your prayers. And then Loyalty should not be an issue because you're in constant relationship communication with God and he's not going to guide you down the wrong path and say, okay, yeah, I know you feel in a certain way. Go ahead and, you know, tell them you can't stand your wife right now. And she ain't, you know, there's a difference between venting and being disrespectful. That's true. Go ahead and go out and do something that you shouldn't be doing because this ain't working out right now. And you need to be satisfied. He's not going to guide you, misguide you in that way. He's going to guide you accordingly. So I think for my last points, I would say, how important is a husband's leadership, loyalty, and prayers? Absolutely 100% important because there is no true successful marriage without it. A marriage can't be in full alignment with being the image of Christ's kingdom without it. And you're accountable as a husband, as we've stated in or pointed out the scriptures related to it. You're accountable as a husband for your leadership and your loyalty to that relationship. He's going to check into that. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to be held accountable. You're going to have to speak to that and answer to those things. So why not just go ahead and get it right the first go around? (laughs) But um, any last points or anything from you yeah, I, I, I heard this not long ago on part of this men's group and they said uh, one of the guys said if your wife doesn't look good yep. if, if she, she doesn't look well it's because of you husband mm-hmm. because it is your job to ensure that your wife is well so if you don't see something that you like as a husband look at yourself first to make certain that you're upbuilding the woman that you want and you desire to see on a daily basis. Make sure you're striving in that area. And again, challenge yourself to be more like Christ. It sounds cliche. It sounds like, well, you know, it's it's all about Christ. It is. <laughs> it really is. And if you want your relationship to continue to work, you have to always be about Christ. And it's hard. Listen, we're fleshly beings. We're individuals. And we're, yes, we're one like-minded as God has informed us to be, but we still have natural things that happen and we get frustrated at each other. And it's important for us to focus on Christ. When those things happen, it's important for us to level set, go back to the manual, go back to the word of God, go back to prayer. Damien said it, pray without ceasing, pray in everything. Not just when you have an issue. I love talking about that on, on the prayer call is that we, we shouldn't wait till there's a catastrophe in our lives before we start praying. 
We should be praying regularly. And God gave us the example of that with the children of Israel. When they tried to take that manna away that God provided, what happened? It spoiled. So it was just a reminder to us is that every single day we have to come back to Christ. Lord, I thank you for the grace of today. But Lord, let me get back before you tomorrow so you can do it again. And that's the exact same thing. You should be praying for your relationship every single day. Not just when things are good. Not just when things are on the brink of failure. Pray every single day regarding your relationship. And I believe this. God is going to move in a miraculous way. So listen, this is going to be my last statement for real. Because... We go back and forth and there's something I hear, a good nugget, and then I want to add my two cents. So here's my two cents. He mentioned the statement, uh, gentleman said, if your wife isn't looking good, then look at yourself because it's a reflection of you. Practically speaking, even more so, right? So just, let's just keep on bringing it down. If you have children and your children are looking unkept, if your children are looking ragged, if they're whatever regarding your children who's going to be looked at first more likely than not the mom. wife the mom right and if she's looking better than the children some not going well right it works the same way you want to make sure that the children are if the children are being taken care of you know she's doing a good job if they're not being taken care of you know she's going to be looked at for that exact reason and more likely than not, as a husband, as a father, you're going to be like, no, my children are not going out the house looking like this, right? Mm-hmm. You want to ensure that because they're a reflection of you. Amen. It's the same thing. Amen. And then, as you said, the re- without a relationship, I'm going to break break the relationship or the prayer and stuff down that last part that you, you said. Nobody, you don't want to hear from someone only when they want something. That's when you want. That's when they hear from you. Hear from them. I, I'm a, I'm a call so and so so and so because I need to borrow a few dollars. Last time I talked to them, they gave me the few dollars I was asking for, and you don't hear from them again until, until they, they need, need something. something. <laughs> and after yeah. they get it, even though they said they were borrowing, they didn't pay it back. But hey, now it's a new time, yeah. and it, I know you let me borrow this last time, and I'm still working on getting that back to you, but can you help me out one more time? Right. You're frustrated with that relationship. Mm-hmm. The relationship is not it's one strange. you're really interested in, right? Mm-hmm. Don't treat God the same way, because that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. So in saying what you said, okay, I'm going to just show up when the marriage is not going mm-hmm. as well. She's not acting right. She's she getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going well, and I'm going to need you to fix her. And God's <laughs> like, hold up. Like, can you come talk to me just in general? Don't right. just show up when you that need something. Don't just show up when you want me to fix somebody because you're really not going to be happy with the results because you're the problem and not the other person. Like, that's a relationship. That's what we're supposed to have with Christ. And as a leader... Mm-hmm. That's the communication, the relationship we're supposed to consistently have with Christ in Amen. any capacity, but in the respect of a husband. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Y'all, I think that's all we have because I will continue to talk. So I'm going to cut it off just so I won't keep getting excited and then adding on my little two cents. <laughs> but we we have really, Thoroughly really, really yeah, enjoyed this time and appreciate you joining in, joining with us in our marital journey. Yes. 
Thank so you. the way that we are going to close is the way that we begin, and that is with prayer. But we hope and pray that you were enlightened Something by what was, was, was yeah, was whatever the case may be. Uh, we tried to make sure we gave you these three three areas and the two main points in scripture that we hope and pray that you don't just take it for yourself, but you mm-hmm. go back and you look at these scriptures and you allow God to show you what applies and what is important at this particular season of your life and in your marriage so that you can get the answers you need that will be most beneficial for your relationship. But thank you once again for joining in on our journey and for inviting us as a part of yours as well. If you enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe, share, like, tag, do all the things so that you won't miss another one and that you can share with someone who may just need to be enlightened or encouraged in their marriage as well we appreciate you greatly and if you would at this time extend your heart your your faith your desires whatever the case may be to um to us with us at this time as we go before the throne god we thank you for what was said tonight we thank you for what was said through just your scripture today as we focused on just living a life of loyalty of leadership and of prayer god we're praying now that you will touch every couple that will see this and that will hear of this and that they will apply to their lives just as we're trying to do apply it to our lives god help us to understand that you are the source. And God, when we have issues, when we have frustrations, that you can help us, that you can help us to be more than conquerors in anything and everything that we're doing. But we have to look to you. God, help us to look to you in our relationships so we can grow and be the example that you've called us to be to the world. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Wow. Until next time, be healthy. Be whole. Be be blessed blessed is is our our prayer. prayer. Have a great day, and we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Take care.